All right. So, for those of you who don't know who that was, that was Dr. Sid. Um, he uh, is the reason I'm here. Uh, I didn't become a chiropractor because of him. I, I found chiropractic uh, when I was 20. That's another story. Uh, but he's the reason I'm here because uh, he's the one who gave me the vision of what chiropractic really is. And uh, I always uh, and will forever credit him for all the victories and success and amazing things that I have uh, had this amazing life to be privileged to lead because of his tutelage and because uh, of the guidance that you know, he gave us. Uh, you know, I went to DE when he was alive for 10 years in a row, me and Lisa. I'm Palmer. My son sat there and listened to this man talk, and the wisdom that he had was unbelievable. Uh, and sometimes, you know, throughout this school, I hear undercurrents about, oh, Dr. Sid this and Dr. Sid that, with some negative, you know, kind of thoughts about uh, the man. And yeah, he made some mistakes, you know, and you know what? So do you. You know, you live a life without mistakes, I doubt it, right? Uh, so yeah, he made some mistakes, and, and some of them were pretty costly. Uh, and, and some of them weren't great, but you name me one other person in chiropractic who built a school to look like this, right? So when you, the person who points that finger and says, oh, Dr. Sid, man, 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 I'll say, you build a school this big, make it last for 40-something years or 50-something years, and make it work the way it did, does, did work, even when it almost on the brink of non-existent and came back, and then you tell me about mistakes, Right? You tell me about your life after you go through all that kind of stuff. This guy was, you know, there's a, there's a phrase. You and I are standing on the shoulders of giants. You and I are standing on the shoulders of giants. And Dr. Sid was a giant of a man. Uh, if you haven't <clears throat> ever heard a lot of the stuff that he uh, has, uh, go to the library. There's like reams and reams and reams of videos and audios that he's done. Um, DE sells some of his <coughs> audio tapes. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, there isn't a whole big bunch of him on YouTube when there should be. There should be, because I, I, I know every single time this man spoke at assembly, it was, it was video. Why there aren't 500 videos, uh, I have no idea. So if you guys have any pull anywhere, uh, ask them to put some more videos on him, because the world needs to hear what he has to say, not just a few people. There's only two or three videos with him on it, which is really a shame. Um, but he was a visionary, and he gave us unbelievable principles. And one of the most important principles that he gave us was um, the whole idea of this, of long days and sleepless nights. He used to say that all the time during DE. Like, you want to build a successful practice, you want to build a successful life, expect long days and sleepless nights. And I remember when I first heard that, I'm like, that doesn't sound very nice. Like, I don't think I'd want that, you know, for, for my life. But I get what he, what he meant now. Because what that means is, like, if you have a mission, then you never stop. Right? You are unstoppable in your, in your vision and your mission. And I got that. After hearing him repeatedly, I started understanding what he meant by long days and sleepless nights. It doesn't mean that you don't sleep at night. It doesn't mean every single day you have is long. But what it means is this. Like, the, this is whole thing lately about yin and yang, and you should have a balanced life, and da da da. And let me tell you something about balance. It's not possible. It's not possible. Here's an example. Let's say you're married, 
right now, or you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a significant other. Right now, at this very moment, you are out of balance, right? Because you're here, and you're not with your significant other, right? So your balance is 100% here and 0% with them. I mean, you might be texting them or Facebooking them or something, uh, maybe a little bit. But for the most part, you're out of balance, right? But that's just the way life is. And then, but when you're with them, now you should be 100% with them and 0% with other stuff. But what most of us do is we try to live our life in some sort of, uh, like, game where we try to multitask. And I'll, try, I'll, I'll be with my wife, but I'll sit there and I'll do some work on, or, or and we'll try to kind of do this combination thing. It doesn't work. When you're with somebody, you're with them. When you're with, in class, you're in class. When you're with a patient, with a patient. So there's an old saying by Ram Dass, be here now. Right now. You know, and I don't mind if someone like doesn't want to pay attention to me in class. I'm totally cool with you want to go on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is. You want to Reddit, do something else. I'm totally fine with that. But I'm telling you, the way to build a successful practice and successful life is to hone your skills so much that wherever you are, you are there. And I'm telling you, your patients will feel that. Right? Because if you're adjusting a patient and you're thinking about your mortgage and you're thinking about your student loans, you're thinking about the fight you have with your significant other whatever, they feel that. You may not think that they feel that. You may think you could trick them with that, but they feel it. So that's what, you see, so what happens is when Dr. Sid says little blurbs like long days of sleepless nights, this is what he means by it, right? You've got to extrapolate the stuff that he says and the little gems and little pearls that he says. That's what he means by long days of sleepless nights. It means that you, you're the, there's no such thing as balance. The balance is wherever you are, be there. Wherever you are, dive in. So when you're with your patients, you're with them. When you're with your wife or you know, spouse or kids or whatever, you're with them. When you're with your friends, you're with them. When you're here in school, you be here at school. Don't try to multitask and do 10,000 things at once. It doesn't work. You can't multitask. The brain does not work that way, and don't believe anybody who says it can. Oh, I can do 10 things at once. I could drive and text and go on Facebook and do it. No, you can't. You cannot. You might be able to successfully do multiple milliseconds of something, but to actually think that you're accomplishing something when you're going bing, 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 it ain't working. You're just a pinball. So understand how important that is. And understand also how important it is when he took those keys out. Has anyone ever seen that before? Yeah. Yep. Who, who saw that before? Just want to know. All right, so most of you have not seen that before. All right, so when he's talking about the keys, right, that was one of the most powerful things that I'd ever remember seeing, especially when I first started going to DE back in 93. He would say, he would take out his keys like this, and he'd dangle them for like a half an hour or so. And this went on for like five minutes. He was dangling them a couple of times before I actually dropped them. So he kind of kept us in suspense. So he would lift up these keys, and he'd say, what would happen if I dropped these keys? They would fall, right? How many times would they do that? Every time. Every time. Would there ever be a time that you could think of, unless some extremely interesting calamity would occur, would there ever be a time when if I let this go, it did not go down? No. Why is that? It's gravity. It's gravity, right? But what is gravity? It's a law. It's a law. But what does a law mean? It's not broken. You can't break gravity. Not on this planet at this moment, right? We cannot break gravity. So every time I drop the keys, they go down like this. A hundred million, gazillion, quadrillion times. Every time I drop them, they go down, right? And whether it's keys or a penny or a book or you know, a water bottle, whatever it is, it's going down. That's a law. And, and he would say, so is life. Life is run by law. 
Success is run by law. There's a way to success and a way to failure, and it's actually pretty simple if you follow either path. Right? And the way to success is doing the right things over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And what's the way to failure? It's doing the wrong things over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And that's a law. Right? My, my father, he never saved any money in his entire life. Nothing. Zero. And when he was getting close to him passing, luckily my mom had saved some money uh, when they kind of realized that Social Security wasn't going to like cut it for them. Uh, but at the end, you know, my dad and I were talking, and he said, I blew it. Like, I never saved any money because I thought the government was going to take care of me. And he said very powerfully, he said, nobody's ever going to take care of you, Drew. You've got to take care of yourself. Right? And we keep on thinking that we're looking out there for someone to take care of us. We better take care of us. Right? And that's a law. That's a law. So you could think, oh, I'm, I'm a, I, I have this entitlement thing. I'm going to go out. I'm a doctor. I'm going to hang up my shingle. And people are going to come to me just because I put the word doctor in front of my name. Uh-uh. Ain't going to happen. You're going to have to work. And that's where we go back to the other saying, which is what? Long days and sleepless nights. Right? So me and Lisa, we've been at this for 26 years. We're working harder now than ever before. But another thing that Dr. Sid used to say is this. Work is fun, and I love to work. Work is fun, and I love to work. He used to make us chant that. Work is fun, and I love to work. Work is fun, and I love to work. That was the principles that he had. Work is fun, and I love to work. He said, understand, that's a law. If you complain now about doing work, what do you do in your office? You best love being there, because if you don't love being there, the patient ain't going to love it either. So all the things that he taught us, that's why I think it's so important for you to go back and listen to this guy. Because if you can extract the gems that he had, the little there's a lot of fluff in between, for sure. But if you extract the gems that he had, you know, the drop in the keys and work is fun, I love to work, and, and you know, long days and sleepless nights, you extract these unbelievable gems, then you learn tremendous amounts. And you apply that to your life, and then another thing he taught us is the phrase, speak with authority, right? So when people listen to, to like, when I am speaking now after... 15 years of being here at Life University and three years now speaking for the ICPA, I can speak with authority because I've done this over and over and over again and I have 26 years of practice behind me. So when I talk about something, I'm speaking with authority. But that's, that's because I've been doing it for a long time, but you don't have to do it for 26 years to have authority. What you need is the belief, right? Do you believe in what you're selling? Do you believe in what you're talking about? If you believe in it with 100% of your being, and you know that you know that you know, like he said, then you start speaking with authority. Right? So these are the kind of gems that he put out there over and over and over again, and why every single DE, whenever Dr. Sid spoke, the place was jammed, because he was putting out words of wisdom that were absolutely 100% life-changing. That is why Life University is here on the map, because of that man and his vision and his dream. Now you are a part of his legacy. You know, and I think that's a really cool place, you know, to be. And the, to, to me, like, one of the, my favorite uh, quotes uh, that he said, that is it's kind of a hard one to understand, but he used to always say this. He said, you've got to learn to care so much that you don't care at all. You know, that's a hard one. You've got to learn to care so much that you don't care at all. 
Remember when the first time I heard that, I wrote it down because I could not figure out what on earth he meant. And it took me like a few months to figure it out. I had to like meditate and talk to other people about it. You care so much that you don't care at all. And you know what that actually means? Now that you, if, if uh, I finally you know, digested it and I've been living that way for years, is that, you know, when a patient comes in, as an example, you know, this patient came in a couple nights ago. Uh, it was a family of six. So it was the husband and the wife and the four kids. And they live, you know, pretty far away. And they're saying, you know, they were at first very hesitant about care because they're like, well, I don't know, it was so far away. By the time we're done with them, educating them, they are totally congruent, saying, God, I'm so glad we found this. You know, this is, we, we want something for health maintenance. We want something for wellness. Because we're not doing, we're doing other things, but we're not doing something that's like, like a, a consistent thing that we can always fall back on, like an anchor. That's what we want. This is what they said. They said, we want an anchor, right? So we kind of changed that. But the way that, that we changed it is not because it's something that I magically or powerfully said. It's because I cared so much, I didn't care at all. Like, if they weren't interested, I didn't care. Like, I, w I wouldn't be devastated if they said, you know, that's not what we want. I mean, okay, cool. Because there's another word he used to teach us, and that's next. <laughs> right? Next. Okay. They didn't get it. Next. So, you care so much, because so you don't care at all. So, like, if, you, if you're hung up, as an example, on getting numbers in student clinic or outpatient clinic, if you're hung up on that, then you'll always be hung up on it, right? If you're struggling in clinic, then you always struggle in clinic until you let go of the fact that it's a number. And just go out there and have fun. You've got to care so much that you don't care at all. Stop caring so much about the numbers. The numbers are whatever they are. If you struggle about the numbers, then you always struggle about the numbers. And you want to struggle here, you'll struggle in your practice too. Let go of the numbers. Let go of, let go of this attachment that you have as if the number means something or your success in... In, in getting, helping them get rid of their pain or ache or whatever means something. It doesn't mean anything. Whether they get better or not has nothing to do with you. Right? They came in with this kind of problem and you, your only responsibility is what? Adjust them. Remove subluxations. That's it. You can't make them get rid of pain or aches or autism or Asperger's or asthma or whatever it is. You can't do that. You've got no power like that. All you can do is remove subluxations. And that's what it means by caring so much that you don't care at all, that I care so much. I love chiropractic and I love my patients so much that I, I understand that I am removed from their healing. I understand that I'm removed from whatever situation it is that's brought them to me. And when they live close or live far away, they can come three times a week, they can come once a week, they can't come at all. I am removed from that. So the only thing I can do is the best what that I can do. And that's it. That's it. So I give them the very best I can, and that's as far as I can go. So that's caring so much that you don't care at all. Right? Because I care. So I'm caring so much about my delivery and my love and my passion, my commitment to them, that I want to try to connect with them. But if it doesn't work, next, and you move on. And those are the kind of things that you need to learn as you're getting ready to graduate. That's why I think it's so important for you to listen to Sigafus and listen to Santo and listen to Sid and listen to all the people that I'm going to educate you all this whole quarter. You're going to hear the standing on the shoulders of giants. I'm going to have you stand on the shoulders of giants this quarter. Every single class, we're going to start off with one of the greats. One of the people who came before us. Because I want you to hear these people. Especially if you, some of you have never heard some of these people before. Or only heard of them. 
Well, I want to introduce you to them so you can sink your teeth into them. And unfortunately, a lot of the greats aren't here with us anymore, right? The three S's, we used to call them in, in the Sid, Sid, Sigifus, and Santo. They're not with us anymore. But their legacy is, and their words are. And we can listen to that. And Reggie Gold is another example who you'll hear from. These kind of people, these are the pioneers. These are the giants that we're standing on their shoulders right now. So I want to introduce you to that. And I urge you, during the quarter, if something like Dr. Sid resonates with you, get some of his takes. Read Lasting Purpose, the book that he wrote, which is probably one of the greatest books on chiropractic I've ever read. Read this kind of stuff. You know, listen to the stuff on YouTube. Go buy stuff. Go on DE's website and buy some of his audio. Because each one of the people I'm going to talk about, you can purchase stuff somewhere or find it somewhere, whether it's free or not. So that at the end of the quarter, like I, I'm going to challenge you, at the end of the quarter, if you start listening to these, you know, like take everybody I introduce you, and once a week you study them a little bit, I bet you by the end of the quarter, you'll be more philosophically sound than you've ever been. Because that's really ultimately my goal. Yeah, I want to teach you some technique, you know, because I love that kind of stuff, but I really want to, I want to teach you philosophy. Because the philosophy will help you with the technique and the science and everything else. Okay?